0: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. I'm thankful that we can have days just like that day where people are filled with the spirit and baptized in his name. Where the, the word can be preached and people's lives are changed. I'm thankful today for Pentecost. I'm thankful for that I'm, I'm thankful for that Pentecost Sunday. You know, a lot of people, it's amazing that I think the reason they miss some of this is that they don't read the book of Acts. You know, I know people that, they, well, I don't read the, really read the, uh, the Acts. I just read the Gospels, and that's all I, I really read. But, oh, you miss the carrying out of the Gospels. And you miss the, the, the power falling. You miss seeing what God was doing through His people, through believers, through the church, as the church was born. I'm thankful today that we can still have a this is that moment that was prophesied by the prophet Joel. That we can still see God pouring his spirit out on all flesh. I'm thankful for it today. Come on, give him a hand clap of praise if you're thankful for it. Thankful for the Holy Ghost that we feel today. I appreciate it so much. appreciate our choir and our music today. Some of them songs, singing them over and over, that's, that's a tough, that's tough to do over and over and over, but you know, they just always do such a great job in leading us in worship and, and I want to say thank you again today for being in the house of the Lord and all of our visitors, we do welcome you and glad you're here with us, just appreciate you so much, thankful for what God's doing, uh, I'm going to let you be seated this morning because I'm, I'm going to read and I, you've been up worshiping and I, I just want to read something and uh, as we celebrate Pentecost Sunday today I'm going to read from the book of Acts but I'm going to move on past that day because guess what? Things kept happening after the day of Pentecost. Things kept moving. It wasn't just a one-time experience where God moved on that day and never moved again he, but He gave His people power Acts 1 and 8 says, and you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And I'm thankful today for the influence uh, that the Holy Ghost has made in my life, for the change that it brought. I'm thankful that the Scripture says we are baptized into one body by one spirit, and, and that uh, without the Spirit of Christ, we're none of His. I'm glad to be His today. I'm glad I've got His Spirit. Amen. But uh, I want to read a familiar story to a lot of people. Uh, Maybe you've never heard it before, but Acts chapter 3. I'm going to read uh, these first uh, 11 verses here very quickly. Now Peter and John went up together in the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried. That's the only life he ever knew. He was lame from his mother's womb whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked in alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Boy, his life was never the same. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed hailed Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch, which is called Solomon's greatly wandering. I want to preach for a few moments just on this title today, In the Name of Jesus Christ. Come on, would you lift your hands? Let's pray together for the lesson today, for the Word. Lord, we love you so much. Thankful for your presence that we feel. Thankful that you have poured your Spirit out and are still pouring it out. Lord, we ask you today to touch our hearts. God, let us see what can happen in the name of Jesus. Let us experience today what can happen in the name of Jesus. And God, we're going to give you all the glory and praise for it. We ask it in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Give a hand clap and shout of praise to the Lord in this house today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. And You can be seated for a moment. I won't be very long today. I, I, I didn't really hardly get out of this chapter with this today, but it's been on my heart for a couple of weeks and just thinking about what can happen in the name of Jesus Christ. There is life-changing power in the name of Jesus Christ. I could take the next hour or so and just testify about who I was before him. What I used to do before Him, the shape I was in before Him—I was not raised uh, in church. It doesn't mean I was raised in a terrible environment. I just wasn't raised in church. And but as I grew up and was able to make my own decisions, I did not decide to go to church. I, I lived my life in the world and did the things that this world had to offer, and eventually found myself lacking and wanting, and and just barely hanging on to. To what little bit of this life was? I mean, it was I was nothing. I had nothing left in me, no gas in the tank, so to speak. It was uh, I, I just had tried everything and nothing was working. But then I found uh, myself sitting in a church where the truth was being preached, and the Lord began to move on me and changed my life. And that was back in 1993. And God still. Working on me. He's still working on me. Praise God that, that he doesn't quit, but he's going to perform this work. He said he would, but I, I tell you, I'm glad today for what he has already done, that he gave hope to the hopeless in that day. That in 1993, he brought somebody back to, to life, so to speak. He gave me a new life and, and fixed what was going on in me. There is life-changing power In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said himself that all power in heaven and earth was given unto him. And so if Jesus has that power. I want you to get what he's saying here. Because all the power was given to him. But then he told us we will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon us. But the Holy Ghost comes to us according to the book of John in Jesus name. There is power. In the name of Jesus Christ. He knew it. He, that's why he designed it. He said, I'm going to come. I'm going to send the comforter back. It's going to come in my name. And all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. I'm going to send you power. Yeah. Fred, I'm telling you, we've got power today. Not just to perform miracles. But we've got power to live right, walk right. We've got, we've got the power to overcome today. I know there's things going on in our lives today that, that we can't figure out what to do. This world is out of control. But there's still power in the name of Jesus. In the world, power is shifting and and these countries got it and then this country's got it and, and then this town's got it and this town's got it and then this party's got it and then this party's got it. But let me tell you, it doesn't do anything to diminish the power that comes in the name of Jesus Christ. It does not matter what kind of kingdom or dominion ever sets up in this world, there will always be power in the name of Jesus Christ. And at the name of Jesus, every knee still going to bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. There's still power in the name of Jesus. I'm thankful today for the power that comes in his name. Jesus said himself, if you ask in John 14 and 14, anything in my name, I will do it. There is power in the name of of Jesus Christ, oh! I will tell you, I don't want to ever forget where my help comes from. I don't want to ever forget. You know, that's why I don't want to ever use this name lightly. I don't want to. I don't use it in an exclamation uh, because I'm upset. Uh, you know, I don't want to use it as a swear word or as a slang term. Or you know, I hear people all the time they 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 get mad at something. They they didn't. Uh, you know, they get cut off in traffic, or. And they just use his name just as a, uh, almost like a curse word sometimes. I don't want to use his name in vain. I don't want to make jokes about the name of the Lord. Uh, The name of the Lord uh, has saved me. The name of the Lord is the only name given whereby we must be saved. Find something else to joke about. (laughs) Really, find something else to use, (laughs) you know, besides Jesus. (laughs) You know, uh, don't, don't, don't do that because that name is so precious and it's so powerful and it's given unto us. And there's power in that name. I love this story because it, it, it shows me that it doesn't matter how severe or how long something has gone on that Jesus has the power to change it. It says that this man, a certain man, was lame from his mother's womb. He was born this way. In that culture of that time period, anyone who was lame and could not walk and, and couldn't move like that, they were uh, tagged as a living dead person because they could not do anything for themselves. That was his, his tag in his life. He, he would have no hope of ever being better. There's no miracle surgery coming along for him. There's no medicine for him to take. He he has no other expectation than what he has experienced all his life. They carry him and lay him at the gate daily. Day in, day out, this is his life. He had become conformed to the condition of his birth. This is all I will have. This is all I will be. Boy, there's people like that today in this world and maybe sitting in this room. Because of something that happened in your life so long ago, you feel like this will always be my identity. That I'm always going to carry this stigma around with me because of something that happened years ago. Was not my fault? Hey, the, the boy didn't do anything to be lame. He was born that way. And maybe you feel like I was born into this situation. I had no choice of what happened to me, but this is just the way the cards fell. This is just a hand that I was dealt. But let me tell you, I'm glad today to know that there's power in the name of Jesus. And it does not matter how long it has gone on. It doesn't matter what blow that life has dealt you. It doesn't matter how far you have sunk. There's still power in the name of Jesus to pick you up and turn you around. There's still power today in Jesus to get you right. Maybe you feel like there's no hope. This is all I'll ever be. I can't get out of this. Oh, not on your own. This guy couldn't even walk on his own. Hey, if something, if there had been a a tragic stampede of buffalo coming through there, he can't even run. I don't know if there's any buffalo around that gate. I don't know. I tried to think of something quick. That's what popped in my mind. But whatever it would have been, a wildfire breaks out. A basket of snakes turns over. I don't know, spiders, anything. He can't move. He can't run. He can't go. There's nothing he can do. It took somebody else to get him where he was. And even there, it couldn't take him all the way. I don't know who the people were that brought him daily, but he could not go in to the temple. He could get near where people were worshiping. He could get near where people were praying. And maybe they dropped him off and said, I'll see you later. And they went on because that's as far as we can take you. As a lot of people feel like I, feel like I get to a stopping point. And for some reason, I can't go any farther. But I'm telling you that today, in the name of Jesus, if you need to go a little farther, you're going to be able to. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Hey, I'm telling you something in this house today. I know we're talking about Pentecost, but hey, we wouldn't even have this if it hadn't have been for Pentecost. We wouldn't have that power that comes in the name of Jesus. Uh, we wouldn't be able to see people's lives changed and turn around if we didn't have that Pentecost. Oh, a living dead person with no hope. You know, always an outsider. Always around people that's going further. But never able to go themselves. The Bible says he laid at the gate which is called beautiful. And at that gate, I'm assuming he wasn't the only lame person. Because anybody that had those afflictions could not. Maybe it was blind people. All begging. All close but never in. Not able to go any farther than where they were. Just laying at the gate that is beautiful. But I'm tell you, as beautiful as that gate is and all the ugliness, all the suffering that was on display for them at the beautiful gate, it is not as beautiful as the door that we have. Jesus said, I'm the door. Let me tell you, it might have been a real, I don't know what they decked it out with, why they called it beautiful, what made it beautiful. Maybe because it was the entrance to the temple, I don't know. But Jesus gave us access to the Holy of Holies. He said, I'm the door. And if you're going to enter in, you're going to enter in through me. This man was about to find out that it wasn't about the gate, but it was about the door. He said he was going to be able to go in because he wasn't going to be trying to slip through the gate. He was going to walk through the door. I'm so glad. Hey, let me tell you, that gate might have been beautiful, but how beautiful Jesus is. Beautiful for every situation. Great and greatly to be praised. I'm thankful today for him. But this man has no hope. And so he just does what he always does. Every day, he begs. That's what he does. He wanted something. Said He asked for alms. You just don't know what might happen if you would ask. Now he thought, I want to get a little silver a little gold. But what he wanted wasn't what he needed. Hey, a little silver and gold, you know what that's going to do? It's just going to sustain him to tomorrow because daily they laid him at the temple gate he could get they could have gave him a bag of gold and you know what he'd be back tomorrow because he knows this is all that i can do what he wanted wasn't what he needed what he needed was something to change in his life what he needed was something to happen that would make him able to to get up and walk and move and do, he he didn't know he just said it, it can't happen and so many people today feel like Just give me enough to get through to the next day, because what I really need can't happen. We we already cancel ourselves out by believing that what we need will not happen, friend. We've been. Hey, I know what it's like in this world today. People have suffered. They've suffered in secret. They've suffered behind closed doors. They've got things in their lives and and skeletons in their closets that that haunt them every day. They can't lay down at night and close their eyes without seeing images of things that went on before. and It it torments them and torments them. They think, I will never be free. But I'm telling you today that you can be free. That what happened to you... It, it happened, and it might be your past, but it don't have to be your future. It doesn't have to be. There's a different future waiting on you in the name of Jesus Christ. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. This man needed something different. He needed a change. And I'm thankful today that there are people like Peter and John that came by his way. A lot of people walking by him gave him a little coin, enough to get him through to the next day. I'm thankful that when I don't have any other option, I can still say, but such as I have. Peter said, look at us, man, look at us. He said, Silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I will give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Friend, he had been laid low by life, but the resurrection in life lifted him up. He had been born into this and there was nothing that he could do. He did not choose this life of laying around. He didn't choose this life. I'm sure as a kid, he watched his friends running down the street and and he would see his family walking around and he just had to wait for somebody to pick him up and carry him because he could not move on his own. And he, he just began to accept, this is all I will ever be. But the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth changed his life forever. It changed his location Yeah, it changed his stature. It said his feet and his ankle bone received strength. He got something he needed so he could stand. He got something he needed so he could walk. He got something he needed so he could leave. It it changed his situation. It changed his life. It changed his future. Everything will be different for him now because of the phrase, because of the words, because of the faith of in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. Sometimes we just need to tell people, not mean, not ugly. It wouldn't be in some way, hey, you know that I can't walk. Why would you say that to me? Sometimes we just need to tell people, you need Jesus for your situation. I don't have what it takes to fix everything that's going on, but I know who does. Hey, and listen, don't ever put it on your pastor. Fix me. It ain't his job. But he can preach to you. And he can tell you how you can be fixed. Even Peter said, hey, when they were wondering, how did this man get made whole? This is a chapter over. But he said, why are you looking at us like we did it? It was his name and faith in his name that got this man standing. That made him whole today. Let me tell you, there's still power in the name of Jesus. I I believe in everything. I'm not against doctors. I'm not against therapy. But let me tell you, I sure will go to Jesus first. I'm going to go to him because there's power in his name. He's still a healer. He's still a deliverer. He's still here to set people free. Oh, I know people feel like they're sitting by the gate. They're sitting by the door that is beautiful, like I can't go in. But I'm telling you, today you can go in. You can change today. You can rise up and walk. You can change where you are. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Oh, I don't know why he was born like that. Life had put him down. Jesus said one man was born blind so that the glory of the Lord could be revealed in him. And maybe this guy was born like that so that he could continue showing people what the name of Jesus could do. Listen. It said the people saw him rise up and walk and they knew who he was. It it didn't erase his past. It delivered him from it. You see, don't, don't, think that Jesus is just going to erase it from your memory, mind wipe you and everybody else that knew you. He's not going to do that. But he will deliver you. And they said they knew that this was the man that used to sit and beg. And they might look at you and say, I know that's the guy that used to sit in the bar beside me. I know that's the guy that used to sell me drugs. I know that's the guy that used to fight and be mean and be ugly and cuss and carry on and and show out and do all kind of ungodly. I I know that's him. But why is he leaping? And why is he praising God? And why is he shouting? And why is he smiling? And why is he happy? And why has he got peace? What changed him? It was the name of Jesus that changed him. It ain't just going to get you to heaven, honey. It'll make life better for you right here on this earth. Uh, there's still power in the name of Jesus to deliver today. The resurrection and the life lifted him up. And Jesus can do that for you today. That first day of Pentecost brought the this is that. The this is that is powered by the name of of Jesus Christ, on the day of Pentecost, they were baptized in His name, and their sins were washed away in the day of Pentecost, they were filled with the Holy Ghost in His name, and now they had the power to walk in newness of life again, it won't eliminate your past. oh I wish. Believe me, I wish that I could not remember some of the things that I experienced, some of the things that I did that were my own choosing, not just things that I had no choice about, but the things I chose to do. I made the decision to be in that situation or to be in that place, and it wasn't right. And I have to live with that memory sometimes. I hate it. But that's not who I am anymore. And that's not who that man was anymore. This is the guy that sits by the gate begging. He won't be begging anymore. He was going to take up his bed and walk, walk away, walk in a new life, be something different. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 tells us if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Oh, I'll tell you today, I'm glad that we can still be changed in the name of Jesus. I'm thankful for that day of Pentecost. I'm glad that the story didn't stop at the end of the Gospels. I'm glad that there was an outpouring of his spirit. I'm glad that our sins can be washed away in the name of Jesus. I'm glad today that he said, I'm going away to prepare a place of where I am. You can be also. But let me tell you, until that day comes, until he catches us away, Jesus will still be changing lives. Jesus will still be making things better for people. Hey, we hadn't seen the worst of them saved yet Yeah, I don't, we, we don't need to boast in in our wrongness but there's people out there that's caught up in things that you would think there's no way just like everybody walked past this guy and thought and the thought of him walking never entered their mind unless it happened to be ain't that sad I wish he could walk he's a nice guy but they know it's not going to happen but then here he comes leap coming into the temple Where he usually can't go. What you doing in church man? What you doing in the house of the Lord? Jesus got me here. Oh he'll get a lot of them outside the church. He'll heal them outside of the church. He'll fix them outside of the church. So they can get to the church. That's why. We need people like Peter and John that no matter where you go, when you see somebody that needs something going on in their life, they need something new, we need to tell them, hey, you know what, I'm not a therapist. I don't really know anything about therapy, but I do know Jesus. I'm not a pharmacist. I can't prescribe anything for you, but I do know Jesus. I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know what advice to give you, but I do know Jesus. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you in your situation, except I know a man that can change everything through his name. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. So this man gets taken by the right hand, and he's lifted up immediately. His feet and ankle bones receive strength. The Lord will never try to take you somewhere without giving you the strength to be there. If they had snatched him up and he hadn't received that strength from the Lord, he'd have fell back down. But if God's going to take you somewhere new, he'll give you the strength to walk there. That's why Paul said after we're baptized in his name, we are risen to walk in the newness of life. God gives us the ability to do it. He said he left up, walked, entered into the temple with them, leaping, praising God. And people saw him walking and praising God. They knew it was him. It's him. I don't know what to do. But he's not a beggar anymore. Now he's worshiping. God took that ugliness that was in his life and turned it into something different. God took that ugliness that that had labeled him and, and that lameness that had held him down and he got rid of it. and made him a worshiper. Now he's praising God. But I don't want to just rise up. I want a new walk. I want to praise God. I want a new life. People are going to see you. They saw him, but they're going to see a different you because you are different. You know why they said the words they said? Because it says they were amazed. You know why they were amazed? Because here's a man that could never walk, and he's walking. And the only way that happens is through Jesus. I'm not again. I'm not against doctors and things and programs and stuff, and unless they tell you to hang on to your label, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, If God delivers you from something, you're delivered from it. You shouldn't have to stand up and look in the mirror and say, "Hey, this is who I am every day." If this guy didn't wake up every morning and say, "Hey, I'm a lame man. Glad to meet you," well, you're walking. Yeah, but I was lame since I was born. So, but you're walking. I, just don't, I don't believe in hanging on to labels of things. I believe that once Jesus delivers you, you will be delivered. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, in verse 4 through 6, I'm getting ready to, to, to wind down here. But he said, God, who is rich in mercy for the great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, we were all born into sin. Because of the disobedience of Adam, we were all born into sin. And we are all covered. It wasn't my choice. I didn't ask to be born into sin. If I'd known God, I'd like to think I'd have made the choice. No, I'd rather just stay right. But I didn't have a choice in the matter. It happened. That's the way. I, and you know what happened over time? I became conditioned or conformed to the condition of my birth. And I lived a life of sin. And I did things I shouldn't do. I ignored him. Didn't search for him. Didn't seek him. Didn't talk to him. Didn't pray. Be honest, probably many days went by where I never even thought about God. It's just who I was. Wasn't a factor at that time, or so I thought. But God knew me. And even though I ignored him, didn't seek him. Many times used his name in vain. Did things I shouldn't have done. Even though all that stuff, even though I was dead in sin and he knew that, he still quickened me together with Christ. And by his grace I was saved. And then he raised us up, it says, together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. and That's miraculous because verse 12 says that, We were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. We had no hope and we were without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus. You see there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh or brought close by the blood of Christ. I want you to know today he knows your condition. He knows what you were born into. He knows how things have worked against you or, or leveled you, knocked you down in this life. But today, Jesus can raise you up. There was a time we were without Christ, but now we're with Him. There's power in the name of Jesus. As you're standing this afternoon, when everybody begins to be stirred by this great miracle they bring the disciples peter and john to examine them they want to know what's happened and in acts 4 and 7 they want to know by what power or by what name have you done this how did this happen how, how How is a guy that has spent his life laying down, you know, maybe they want to know, are you magicians? Are you sorcerers? Are you, what are you? By what power or by what name have you done this? And in verse 10, Peter said, be it known unto you, all, everybody, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. The name of Jesus Christ changed this man's life forever. It's still changing lives today. Sure, maybe we're not lame where we can't walk or move, but. We can still be dead in our trespasses and sin. The living dead. Just like he was in that day. But it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you think of yourself. If you can trust him today. If you can trust Jesus today, I want you to know there's still power in the name of Jesus Christ. To heal, to deliver, to set free. I'm not talking about just physical healings today. Emotional, spiritual mental healings, whatever it is today, God is able. God is able to put things back together. God is able to fix things. God can do it. That's what He does. There's power in the name of Jesus. It can change your life today. While she's playing this morning, I just want to open these altars up and give you an opportunity to come and pray. How long has it been since you came and really prayed and sought the Lord in the altar? If you've got something that's holding you down today, come And call on the name of Jesus. It can change you today. It can fix you today. It can heal you today. It can deliver you today. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Come on, saints. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take somebody by the hand and begin to pray with them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Power in the name of Jesus. love the Lord in this house this morning. We're going to get ready to, to do the baptism this morning. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name and would like to be, we can go ahead and do that today, just like the day of Pentecost. Where do I need to be? Is it something I've got to do? Well, Jesus said, Mark 16 and 16, that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Acts 4 and 12 said there's no other name under heaven given whereby we must be saved. So if I'm going to be baptized, I need to be baptized in the name of Jesus, the only saving name given. So if you want to do that, there we have robes and towels. We're going to let them continue to pray. Those that are praying, continue to pray while we get changed and get ready. Those that are here for the baptism, in just a moment as we come in, you'll see us. You can feel free to move up closer and up to the platform where you can see your family. And we're just going to believe God do some great things today. If you have to leave and you're a visitor, God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. We love you. Look forward to tomorrow night prayer meeting at 7, Wednesday night at 7. God bless you. Continue to pray and worship for a few moments while we get ready to baptize.